Hi friends some of our lives may be going through a spell of bad times at the moment but this is momentary our lord is going to restore support strengthen our lives on a firm foundation assures apostle ace dawson of new jerusalem church let's listen to the translated sermon The Lord in his mercy has saved us all from the frailties, dangers, tragedies and the diseases till now and I thank the Lord for that. Let's spend a few minutes contemplating on why the Lord has brought us all together to his house as a congregation. According to Apostle Paul, it is for the purpose of us becoming worthy of his glory. Let's see how the Lord guides us to that glory. This is the translation of the sermon by Apostle A. Dawson at New Jerusalem Church on 11th October 2020. Praise the Lord. Let's read 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. In his kindness God called you to his eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. After you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support and strengthen you and he will place you on a firm foundation. beloved children the lord has called us on to receive his eternal glory and we should know how to get it through our acts with the help of the lord some people including some of our own are of the opinion that they don't need the counselors or the church but could receive the eternal glory simply by reading the bible on their own the people of israel had the habit of turning their back to the lord and infuriated him by their worship of heathen gods jeremiah chapter 3 verse 14 and 15 say return o backsliding children says the lord for i am married to you i will take you one from a city and two from a family and i will bring you to zion and i will give you shepherds according to my heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding dear children remember what the scripture says it says every day the lord brought to church the ones marked to be saved because it is in the church we find the wise counselors that's why the lord says that we would bring the israelites to zion to receive knowledge and understanding as children of god we are waiting for the lord's arrival but since we are born in sin as king solomon acknowledges we still have wickedness in us So it is necessary to reorganize our mental faculty and bring it into eternal glory. Eternal glory is the reason why we have been called by the Lord. Now, do the ones who have received the Holy Spirit still possess imperfections? Yes, they do. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 to 13 informs us like this. And the Lord himself gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature and full grown in the Lord measuring up to the full stature of Christ objections are raised when men of God 
who have received the Holy Spirit and able to speak in tongue indulge in unholy activities. Such men have to be cleansed at the church in the presence of God because that's where the shepherds of God prepare us to receive the eternal glory. Jesus Christ took Peter, John and James to the Mount of Transfiguration and transfigured himself in the presence of them. That was the moment they realized that he was not just a prophet or a righteous preacher. They didn't realize that he was the Lord himself. When they heard the voice from heaven, they fell down, fainted. When they came back to their senses, they wanted to know whether Elijah, who had been taken to heaven alive, had returned to correct the men of God. The Lord said he had arrived indeed. According to Matthew chapter 17 verses 9 to 13, as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. His disciples asked, Why do the teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to set everything in order. No child can learn the lessons of school by himself. He needs teachers to explain things so that he can correct his mistakes. In the same way, the purpose of the church is to lead the people into eternal glory. The Lord has appointed the shepherds who please his heart, not the ones who please the people's heart and talk only about the blessings, but never condemn their sins. When Elijah was living, he did everything to bring the Israelites back from their idol worship to the worship of the Lord. The Lord wants us to be a strong follower like Elijah. When a child gets a thorn in his foot, the parents hold him tightly and remove it. But the child cries harder when he feels the extra pain, not knowing that it is used to remove the original pain. He realizes it only when he walks again without any pain. There was a patient admitted in the hospital after a road accident. He was full of praise for the nurses, but no fair words for the doctor because the nurses were lenient about his dressing of the wound. But the doctor insisted on cleaning and dressing it daily that caused him to go through a bout of pain. The easy way of the nurses could have landed him to be a permanent invalid. It is the same with the church. If we don't condemn the mistakes of the faithful, they will fail to enter the eternal glory. As the world is reeling under unspeakable sin, the church has taken up the challenge of correcting the people. But some may think the growth of our church is slow. The reason is, we do the work of correction of the soul. For some people, confessing is like going into the operation room. They don't realize that's the place they get cleansed. The people of Zion live in Jerusalem, and the Lord has brought us to Zion to be cleansed for His glory. We are here to remove the unrighteous things from us. Let's read 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20 and 21. O Timothy, God what was committed to your trust, avoiding the profane and idle babblings 
and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge and by professing it some have strayed concerning the faith grace be with you the scripture warns us to get away from people who speak unwanted things we need to guard the unvaluable trust god has committed to us never let such people to ruin our faith in the lord remember the lord has called us to grow in jesus and sit on the throne rejoicing in him john the baptist did such ministry till he was alive he didn't hesitate to point out even the sin of the king himself he didn't care about his own life the scripture calls such people as pleasing in the heart of god dear children i personally have my eyes on all of you i don't want any one of you to fail to grow so as not eligible for eternal glory we hear that people try to obstruct the missionary works here on earth but whatever we do for the glory of god reaches him and we get the reward for that from him who can stop it as we are living in the end time we need to be strict in our behavior as not to slip and fall we follow such strictures in our church we should avoid any relationship with whoever tries to influence us with negative mindset god has brought us together to correct our mistakes through hardships like the paddy that goes through pounding next we have to establish ourselves in christ some business people tend not to hold on to one enterprise they just jump from one business to another some people find it difficult to stick on to one job they find one reason or other to leave it we should always try to establish ourselves in whatever we do including our spiritual life we should possess the unwavering spirit when there was the question about who were those people in white robe john said they were the ones who came away triumphantly from tremendous hardships we have prayed for a lot of students and advised them again and again to concentrate on their studies and establish themselves as good students and become graduates in their chosen field to establish ourselves we need patience in our heart losing patience can destabilize us james chapter 5 verse 8 says you also be patient establish your hearts for the coming of the lord is at hand some people do things as they like and when they met with failure come back here to pray afterwards we know a boy from a very poor family who finished his studies as a tamil pandit amid extreme poverty he used to deplore his poverty and unemployment and felt like committing suicide at times we advised him to be strong in faith but he couldn't do that in the end he committed suicide a few moments before the arrival of the post that carried his employment order as a tamil teacher at a nearby school dear children certain things might be delayed in our spiritual life but we should establish our faith in the lord we may go through some hardships we have to endure them with patience if we do victory will be the ultimate result holy spirit is in us to help and stabilize ourselves apostles had declared that even death wouldn't shake their faith in the lord they had incredible patience for the fulfillment 
of their faith. Once we were greeted by the smell of kerosene when we went for the house visit to one of our members. Immediately we came to know that the wife of the man was about to commit suicide by setting herself on fire. Our arrival at the right time saved them from disaster. We gave them the right advice that brought back light in their lives and live a successful life afterwards. The scripture says that patience brings perfection to our lives. Apostle James has written a lot of things about tongue and heart. Beloved children, let's examine our lives and think about our words and our thoughts. The Lord our God is the paragon of patience. Romans chapter 2 verse 4 says, Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? The Lord's patience is like the goodness that has been given to us. We cannot ignore such goodness because it is the forgiveness for our sins. Let's not look at the speck in the eyes of the others. Let's look at the beam in our eyes first. A shaky spiritual life will be a stumbling block to enter into the kingdom of God as the advent of the Lord is near. Every action of ours should be in coherence with how the Lord would have done it, not a contradiction. Remember, our identification is by the way we behave. We should avoid doing or saying anything in haste. The scripture has given us guidelines how a man, wife and children should behave. Beloved children, as we have chosen the path of salvation, we cannot take the broad way where everything goes. Ours is a narrow way. No unlawful activities are permissible here. But among all this, the Lord strengthens us. If the Lord doesn't strengthen us, we cannot establish ourselves. Jesus Christ was sent to earth to bear the sins of mankind on the cross. We know how painful that could be. There was no one for his comfort except the Father. He sent his angel to strengthen him when he felt forsaken. Only the head of the family knows how difficult it is to run the family. Only the head of the church knows how difficult it is to run the church. The Lord strengthens us when we too go through difficulties. Apostle Paul says like this in Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul overcame his difficulties as well as his deformity by the strength of the Lord. In fact, his deformity saved him from the downfall as the Lord used him to save the people through him. We should remind ourselves that the Lord has given us a spirit of strength. The Lord removes all our defects and gradually makes us look like his own image. God has given everyone a different life. Some people may not have the life of their choice. I know a pastor married to an ill-tempered wife whose words were like a hacksaw cutting through the hard wood. He used to be a tough man, but family life polished him in course of time thanks to his sharp-tongued wife. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20 says, "Listen to me, all ye people of Judah and Jerusalem." Believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. 
Believe in the prophets and you will succeed. When we trust the Lord and the prophets, we will be able to stand firm. Which is the fourth point. Proverbs 25 verse 5 says, Remove the wicked from the king's presence and the throne will be established through righteousness. Beloved children, in order to grow in the spiritual life, we need to remove the wicked people from our life. King David instructs us not to follow the advices of the wicked. Let's avoid having any dealings, whether it is relationship, money or counsel with the wicked so that your throne will be established in the kingdom of God. May God bless these words. Amen. If you want to contact us, our website is www.newjerusalemnews.in Email njcngl at gmail.com May God bless you all. Amen. <laughs>